2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked
0: on. Locked on. Locked, Locked. Locked on. Locked. Locked. Locked on. Locked on. Cowboy. Locked on. Locked on. Cowboys.
1: Welcome back to the On Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how are you doing today, sir?
0: I'm doing great. You know, the holidays are upon us. Uh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow, and everyone's you know the New Year's Eve and Hanukkah and all of it's upon us right now. And uh, and unfortunately, we're here to talk about the Cowboys and Eagles uh, football game, which uh, you know is is not quite as uh, illustrious, or glorious as we thought a uh, post cowboy uh, post Christmas Eve feast would it would be. You know, maybe in the early part of the season. Uh, But there's still some very interesting storylines here and some interesting things to discuss. Yeah, so let's
1: go ahead and jump into that game because this is a shortened week for us. Uh, We're going to talk about this more from the Cowboys perspective rather than this being a traditional game preview. Uh, And we've got a lot of interesting things to talk about, Landon. And I want to start with the running backs. As you guys know, my favorite position in the NFL. I mention that every time that we talk about it. Uh, (laughs) Ezekiel Elliott looks like he's going to be back on the field this week. Took last week off. He was a full participant in practice on Wednesday. Uh, Tony Pollard coming off a pretty good game against the 49ers. And it does sound like, at least from Jerry Jones, that the Cowboys are interested in having more of a split backfield over the next two weeks first and foremost Lane, are you buying that
0: I mean, they're at least saying it, you know, like, I think, you you know, we talked about this pre-show and, and, and you were a little bit more dubious on whether to believe him or not. And Mm -hmm. I certainly understand why. I mean, I'm I'm not agreeing that you should agree with what, or think that Jerry Jones is telling the truth all the time. But I think that the fact that they're saying that they're going to split time or that there's a one A and one B is, is more than they've said in the past when discussing this with Ezekiel, Elliott and Tony Pollard. So, you know whether or not they'll actually do it, we'll see. But I, I think that it's it's noteworthy that they're saying that they're going to do it at least. And and I think that if they're saying it, uh, then I I, I kind of I I kind of believe that it might happen. You know, just because why even go out of the way to mention it? Why not just continue to say things like like you mentioned, like Ezekiel Elliott's the best player on this team. I, you know, I, I think Mike McCarthy uh is a different coach so maybe uh that that's the way that jerry jones will kind of use cover to to make himself comfortable with the fact that uh the running back that that they took really high in the draft is splitting time with another running back uh but but i think that's ultimate i think ultimately jerry if jerry had his druthers he would do what was best for the team while still managing to look good, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that that's ultimately you know the the motivating factor for a lot of things he says. So, if he can spin it so that it's good for the team and it and it doesn't you know he doesn't lose face, I think that I think I, I wouldn't be he's not going to stand in the way of it happening. I don't think.
1: I'm not sure if the Cowboys are or aren't going to have a split backfield. And frankly, I'm not sure if that's even the best uh, way to go. I think, I think there are going to be certain games going forward where seek is the better play. And I think there's going to be certain games where Pollard is just the better matchup. I would love for the Cowboys to be a little bit less, loyal to their running backs and just play the guy that's playing well in a certain game or that's the better matchup. I think that's how you're going to get the best version of this offense. But at least them talking is being more open to having Pollard having a full-time role or a part-time role or whatever you want to say, at least has me a little bit excited because in this game against Philadelphia, I think it's another game. I think Pollard could play really well because they don't have a ton of speed at linebacker. And maybe all it takes is Pollard breaking two or three big runs in this game for the, the Cowboys to have enough points to score. And I think, I, I just think depending on the week, this is going to be a backfield that's going to be hard to figure out.
0: Yeah, and, and I think ultimately that's what it should be is, is uh, you know, as-needed situation. And, and, and maybe what it is is, you know, the, the the Zeke is the lead back and, and the percentage of, that you're going to see Tony Pollard is dependent on the, on the week. Or, and that's probably you know, the I right w- way, right? Yeah, I mean, I imagine that we're not ever going to get to a case where Pollard is going to get... Uh, it, I I could see a game where maybe Pollard got more touches than Zeke, but I, I don't think that there's going to be significant games where Pollard is getting more carries, a significant agree. more carries in there. And I also think that's best for Pollard because I think, I think ultimately, again... Pollard is good in, in doses, you know. Sure. In, in, the, in the amount of carries that he got as a starter last week, as the starter, I think that's a, an appropriate amount of touches for, or, or at least an appropriate ceiling. I, I would one hundred percent agree. And I, also, you know, and so, I, was, I
1: actually, I actually
0: think Zeke is
1: the same way. I, yeah, I know the Cowboys in the past, especially early on in Zeke's career, they were fine giving him the ball 25, 30 times a game. I, I just think we're at this stage of Elliott's career where you probably don't want to do that. Like, it's better just to get his best 12 carries in this game rather than, you know eight good ones and 16 other ones that are just okay like I'd rather have and full- you don't
0: have to you know and yes. that's the other thing too is that I mean if you want to keep Zeke I mean you, you can talk about the contract but I mean ultimately if you want to keep Zeke if you want to keep him healthy uh, this is this is you know he as he starts to you know compile carries over a career and those legs start to take more and more abuse uh, you, you you want to continue to have a guy that falls forward you want to continue to be the guy that that takes contact and moves through it and and I think that if you continue to load him up on carries and he's still getting 20 to 25 plus touches a game uh, then uh, you know that's really going to shorten the back end of his career I think if you if you do this kind of split share with the two running backs it'll extend his usefulness okay. of the season but also you know in the years of his a uh, lot of the latter years of his career as well
1: Yeah again we can talk about Zeke's contract I know we have you know a lot of people have feelings on it but as, we're at a point now where it is what it is, and you got to find the best the best way going forward for at least the next two seasons because yeah. you can potentially get out of it. You know, after the twenty twenty two season, find the best way to utilize these guys as you have them under contract, uh, and that's going to help the offense going forward. Just want to take a quick break so we can tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors, and it's a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, and you guys know that that's my personal favorite right now, cookies and cream and apple almond crisp. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your first box also wanted to tell you about BetOnline. Are you ready for some football? We've got college football. We've got bowl games. We've got the playoffs coming up here in a little bit. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust when it comes to betting online. And that is BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbooks experts. All right, Lennon. I also want to talk about Sean Lee in this game. It doesn't appear Leighton Van Esch is going to be back. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for the rest of the season due to that high ankle sprain injury. So that means Sean Lee is going to get the start this week against the Philadelphia Eagles. He's had some massive games against the Eagles unfortunately his play this year has not been great first and foremost uh what have you seen from sean lee this year and how do you think he's going to perform in this one
0: you know i mean i think he's he's going to obviously know that know the defense and know where he's supposed to be he's not going to make mental errors he's not likely to be fooled by what he's seeing on the uh, uh by the offense you know he's he's Going to be the guy making all the calls. Now the question is: Is he still able to physically get to no. where he needs to be no. to to make the tackle? And he <laughs> didn't even let me finish the sentence. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and and you know, I mean, like I, I think that's fair. And 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 I. You know, I think coverage is also going to be an issue too. I mean, especially if against a running back like Miles Sanders, is an incredibly explosive athlete. You know, it's 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 a it's a mismatch. He just does not have the wheels anymore. I mean, after years and years of AC, you know ACL injuries and lower body injuries and all kinds of different stuff that's mm-hmm. gone uh, that's gone wrong with him, it's just. I mean, and he's played a very long time, and he's played a physical position like linebacker. That you know, it's it takes years off of your career it's it's a lot like running back it's mm-hmm. you're in a car accident every every play so you know i think I think it's just it's just it's it's the it's the aging linebacker at the end of his career. Uh, he's gonna get a, 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 an extra tick or two on on the play because of his processing speed, because of his knowledge of what he's seeing. He's gonna be able to uh, you know arrive a, a lot faster than a man <laughs> with his physical attributes would you know normally be able to arrive uh, in in a in a in a run play or or in a pass situation in a drop. But but it's still not going to be a, you know a, a fantastic performance. Leighton Vander has struggled throughout the season, and there hasn't ever been a point when it's been to the, the thought where you would you know full time replace Sean Lee nope. just because you know he he needs that kind of coverage of 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 uh, of not having to play a bunch of snaps as well, right? So um, I, I think you know it's it's kind of. We're reaching the Swan song year. This has got to be near the end for Sean. Um, and I think that, you know it's 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 a situation where there's a lot of speed on the field. And he is not likely to be able to, to keep up very well, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I think this offseason, the Cowboys and Sean Lee are going to have to come down and have a talk and talk about, like, what's the future here? Do you want to keep playing? Because if you do, it might not be in Dallas. You might need to go somewhere else. If you want to retire and stay here and coach, we'd love to have you. Uh, I think we're getting close to that. But as for the player that we've saw or that we've seen this year, it's just not it's just not the same Sean Lee landed even last year he, he it wasn't great but there were moments and there were games where he was able to turn it on it just looks like he, he's lost all that athleticism because coming into the league out of Penn State, he was a really, really good athlete. But as you mentioned with all those injuries, and they're all lower body injuries, yeah, it's really zapped all that quickness and explosion and athleticism. Uh, if let's, I'm assuming Sean Lee is not going to play every snap in this game. Other than Jalen Smith, what other linebacker would you like to see in the rotation this week?
0: i mean i really want to see some francis bernard i think it's time you know i mean it's we've we've heard a lot about it in the offseason um you know and 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 he didn't get a ton of snaps in during the regular season uh at the position um i'm not even actually sure on the status is luke gifford still technically he's back. on the no, ir he's back. I, is he back
1: yeah he's back he's I all mean, back from juicing up so it's great
0: <laughs> let's you know hey let's see what that let's see what that extra juice did right i mean come on you got that you got the uh you got the the performance enhancement let's, let's see the, let's see let's see see the performance work. right go. <laughs> so uh i don't know yeah i mean i, I think all these young guys it's time to start seeing a play i mean he look i mean he doesn't uh uh he doesn't play the same position but i, I think it's also s- time to start you know playing mm. all all of your linebacks including an eye um as as a pass rusher and, and start moving in these guys and just seeing what you've got i mean look Uh, I mean, you know, you're trying to win, you're trying to win the the division or whatever. I mean, it it really is. So, so it's hard for me to keep it serious when I'm talking about that, but I, you know, we need to see some of these young guys and and I understand it's Philadelphia. It's for the division title, but I mean, it's not like the guys that you have out there are really so much better than the ones, the ones you have on the bench. Let's see these young guys and see what you have. Frankly, you might be able to put someone out there and, and, and make more plays than you, than you realize. So, uh, Why yeah, not? Let's, I, let's I, see. I, it. I think I think it's time to start seeing. I mean, not just because of injuries and 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 what like what let not. Let, let's start seeing some of these younger guys. Look, it, it worked with Donovan Wilson. Let's let's sure. see let's see some of these other guys.
1: How come I get a feeling we're more likely to see like Dorrance Armstrong play a stand up role than than Francis Bernard? This we team, i do not see it.
0: I mean, he's already halfway there, Marcus. They're just trying to transition him to, to middle linebacker. Didn't you hear? No, it's, you know, look, I mean, they they like Doris Armstrong as the kind of, you know, that that DPR role a little bit. It's fine. Sure. You know, it's sure. it's it's, it's it, just trying to get some usefulness out of these players at this point. And, and then we're going to see what the offseason brings.
1: Yeah. I, back to Sean Lee. I Just one more elite Sean Lee yeah. game where he picks off Jalen Hurts a couple times or makes a couple plays in the hole. That would be really nice to see just from like a, a fan perspective because we've, we've really enjoyed Sean Lee's time in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, even though he's been banged up, when he's been on the field, it's been phenomenal. Uh, so one more great oh. Sean Lee performance at home would be fantastic fantastic
0: i'm gonna call it it's a randy gregory strip sack and and sean lee picks up the fumble and runs Let's it into a touchdown I, i'm going mean, that it, it's randy gregory too it's on brand for the eagles because he kills the eagles Perfect. so i think Perfect. i think it's gonna work
3: this lockdown podcast is brought to you by home chef now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down how are your resolutions coming one of mine was to order less takeout cook more at home but i'll be honest i haven't been consistent that is until i found home chef home chef provides fresh ingredients free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an
1: active subscriber to receive free dessert. Uh, Speaking of Jalen hurts Landon, we've got two quarterbacks who enter the year as backups. Uh, and Jalen Hurts and Andy Dalton, uh, Hurts coming off two pretty good games in his uh, you know NFL debut. Andy Dalton playing okay against the 49ers? I mean, I know there was four or five throws that he wished he had back, but uh, let's talk about these two quarterbacks. Um, let's start with Dalton. How do you think he's played over the last month or so of the season?
0: I think he's played well. I mean, I I think, you know, there's been a couple different times when he's Made plays as the quarterback, right? I mean, I I think of that seat, that throw to CeeDee Lamb was a nice little mm-hmm. drop in the bucket that C D Lamb was able to catch near the sideline. You know, I, I just think that he's you know, he's a guy that, that was thrown into a situation that was not exactly what he drew up. You know, I think he thought he'd come here and get an opportunity to play as a backup and maybe uh, vault his way into uh, another, another job, another starting job down the, down the road. Uh, And then, you know, he got an actual true opportunity to show his uh, showcase. And I think it might've been more than he bargained for with all the losses on along the offensive line. And uh, but, but I think, actually you this know, might be
1: the best thing for him though right maybe because, because now I think. Again, the, the numbers aren't fantastic. Although I, I put this stat up on Twitter today, since Week Nine, the Cowboys actually have a top fifteen scoring offense in terms of points per play, point or per, points per play, points per drive, points per game, yards per play. Is top fifteen fantastic? No, but all no, things but considering, no. uh, with, with some the of the defenses of they played, yeah. some of the offensive lines that they put out there, really not that bad. And I think Andy Dalton has been competent, right? And I think this is a good chance for him to show, listen, I don't have to have everything perfect around me to be a functional quarterback. Is it going to always be pretty? Absolutely not, but I can get the job done.
0: And I think that's the thing is that, I mean, you know, it, it, what's your bar, right? Like, sure. is he is he a guy that you think that, that, after what you've seen, is he the guy that you think that is going to, you know, take you to the promised land? Probably not, but is he a guy that uh, has proven that, you know, has proven that there's daylight between him and like a normal backup quarterback when when ben he's Dinucci. put into a situation like that. Yeah. I mean, beyond yeah, Ben DiNucci, but beyond that too, like be, uh, just normal backup quarterback. I, I think that he's shown you that he is probably in the top 25 quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, around that's, there, right? And and that's you know I mean considering he's a backup quarterback that's that's not bad at all so I, I think if for a team that maybe like let's say you're you're drafting high or you're you're the Jaguars or or you're the Jets right or someone like that uh, maybe not the Jets but a, a team that's planning Somebody on drafting like a quarterback right mm-hmm. but you would need you want a bridge guy or a guy that's there that can talk to your quarterback I mean maybe just be in the quarterback room with your guy and, and talk to him. Andy Dalton's who I would pick up the phone. If I had the cap room, I mean, he's a guy that can win you ball games if you have enough talent. He's not going to lose the game for you. Uh, and I think that, you know, his his experience in the league would be invaluable to a young quarterback.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's going to be like the new Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? And a guy that probably bounces right. bounce around right. to three or four different teams, but always can, when, he, when he's in, can play well enough to keep the offense afloat. Uh, I do agree. I think he's probably in that 23 to 27 quarterback in the league. I mean, he's certainly better than you know the very bottom of the league guys like Sam Darnold, Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Wentz. You know those type of quarterbacks. I think he's <laughs> oh, he's better than yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> get a little shouted there. All right, how about Jalen Hurts? Because it, I mean, I know it's early, but he's played well. And actually, this is somebody that we talked about a little bit during the draft process because we thought, hey, if this is somebody in the third round. Pretty good backup for Dax, similar game plan or game styles. We even heard Stephen Jones mention that the Cowboys had some interest in Jalen Hurts. Uh, What have you seen from him so far?
0: Uh, I'm going to say two things, okay? Um, One, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a big game against the Cowboys and score some points, throw the football over the yard. Two, I hope he does... (laughs) because i really want philadelphia to buy into the idea that this is their quarterback of the future mm, i, I okay. like i like jalen hurts just fine i th- and i think that that's probably right about where he is and i think that in in a season where carson Wentz has been absolutely atrocious and and you know you can lump ben roethlisberger in there but Wentz has even been worse than that you know and I mean, you know, obviously you're joking about Roethlisberger, but Wentz is no. I'm not. He's actually been, one yeah. of the worst in the league. Say what you will about how about results then. Wentz's results have been way worse. Even like on a on a team wide right. I think that hurts to a. It's there's a saying that uh, when you're crawling through the desert and you're dying of thirst, anything will look like a, 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 a oasis, right? Anything will look mm-hmm. like a drink of water. I think that that's that hurts. Is is that right? Is that he is he he makes the makes everything look so much better that they so, are going to so. believe that he is their uh, quarterback of the future. But I think he has pretty severe limitations. You know, I I heard the crossover podcast with 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 uh, you and Gino. But Gino, he was excited. <laughs> God bless him. He actually mentioned Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson in the, in that conversation. Uh, you know, look, I I think. I think it was more appropriate when he started mentioning Dak Prescott in the kind of uh, athletic athleticism yeah, sure, realm, sure. you know. He is not that type of athlete. And and even the people that were talking about the you know, the conversations about him converting to running back, like he's not even that kind of athlete to be a full-time no, no, running no, back no. In, in my converse, in my opinion. I think he's a, a an inspirational leader. I think he is going to motivate the squad. I think he is going to make them look a lot better. And I think he's going to win ball games because I think he can, you know, do enough to win football games. But I think he's athletically limited. I think that he is not a good enough, uh, uh, you know, carrier of the football to prop up the, his passing game to be a complete NFL quarterback full time. I think that NFL teams eventually are going to figure out that if you keep him in the pocket, he's not going to be able to throw the ball up the way that that you need to outside the numbers. Uh, And and I think that ultimately uh, that will be you know like it like it does for a lot of quarterbacks uh, that will be uh, uh, the kind of the moment when you really find out what Jalen Hurts is is when they start actually pressing him against his uh, his weaknesses. That's when you found out who Dak Prescott was and he Mm -hmm. broke through that. Uh I don't know that Jalen – I I you know, I have my doubts. I think that Jalen Hurts will will get to that point. Uh, and then we'll see exactly what he what he is. But I, I don't know that teams have done that yet. And I don't know that the Cowboys are necessarily the team to do it this week. week honestly.
1: We have seen a lot of these quarterbacks over the last two decades that have been good, not great athletes at the position. Like I know Jalen Hurts is fantastic in the weight room, but he doesn't have elite speed. He's a good runner. He's not Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, Josh Allen type of runner, right? His arm is good. It's not great. His size is okay. Like uh, just off the top of my head like I can remember Geno Smith his first couple games with the Jets right played really well had a comeback win and everybody in New York thought he was the the franchise savior and after you know a few weeks teams started to figure him out the Vikings had the same thing with Tavares Jackson this was like a decade ago right when Adrian Peterson was running wild Tavares Jackson was able to make enough plays with his arms and legs to, to keep them competitive but once teams had film on him they were able to, to take away his strengths and force him to win from the pocket. That's the thing about Dak that I don't think people appreciate enough. Exactly. He, he got so much better at winning inside the pocket without his legs that he could just stand in there and throw the ball 40 times a game and he's going to beat you because he's so accurate and so smart. I, I'm not saying that Hurts isn't smart or is not accurate. We just haven't necessarily seen that yet. So this isn't going to be the game that shows you he is or isn't a franchise quarterback because – The Cowboys don't really have the defense to challenge him at all. Uh, It's probably going to be next year. But if Philadelphia believes, like you mentioned, that he is the franchise quarterback, they could be in a little bit of trouble uh, considering the small sample size here. So uh, I think both you and I are hoping for a quarterback controversy in Philadelphia and just chaos and madness. And it looks like we're, we're getting there.
0: Certainly, certainly is a, a, a Christmas wish that came early, maybe just a little bit. Uh,
1: the last thing I want to mention before we head out is the young secondary. Now, we talk about these guys all the time in our show. Uh, we talk about Donovan Wilson. We spent a whole show on Tuesday talking about his upside. Trevon Diggs is back. He did play last week. I expect to see him in a bigger capacity this week uh maybe we'll see more of reggie robinson i doubt it but uh chidobe Wuzier, uh jordan lewis we'll see if the cowboys want to bring him back uh how are you anticipating this Cowboys secondary matching up with the likes of Jalen rager and alshon jeffrey and travis fulgham
0: well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really anticipating anybody struggling with Alshon Jeffrey, but <laughs> I think, I think, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey is the uh, Carson he, wide receivers. Is it could he
1: separate from us right now?
0: No, I don't, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know that he could. Um, I, you know, I think Jalen Rager is is a, an explosive football player. I mean, he, he, we looked at him very heavily when mm-hmm. he was a, a potential candidate to be drafted. Um. You know, I, I think that it, we've already seen a little bit of uh, of uh, I've already forgotten his name the the kid that the the one you just mentioned, Travis uh, Fulgham. Fulgham, yeah, From old he, Dominion, you know, yeah. he's he's really uh, hmm. you know he's he's really got some explosion explosion to him. I think he's someone to work work, uh, work on a little bit and make sure that you can get physical with him, and then maybe that'll kind of help you know uh, disrupt his route running. I, I think that you know. I just mentioned, you know, I don't know that this is the the, the defense to uh, to try to to try to you know really press on Jalen Hurts a lot, and, and, and we're gonna see. You know, I, I I think this the past defense has played better since Judobi um, Wozia came back, and I think sure. since they started to get some guys back, you know, you've seen an uptick in coverage a little bit. I would like to continue to see an uptick. Uh, in the pass rush, because I think uh, as the the coverage has gotten a little bit better, uh, and if we can see the pass rush get a little bit better, uh, I think that that's going to help you know exponentially in the passing sure. game and in the defense, because suddenly those windows, those passing windows, get tighter, and tighter time wise, uh, and and you know when you're a young quarterback and, and you're not seeing your first read, uh, you don't always have time to get to your second and third reads, even when you're Jalen Hurts and and you've seen a lot of football, so. Um, you know, I, I think that for the Cowboys, they uh, they need to continue to uh, find ways to pressure the quarterback, uh, make the quarterbacks throw erratically or cause turnovers in the pocket or cause rush throws. And then that's what's going to end up, you know, continuing that trend of what we've seen a little bit of the last week of the Cowboys, last few weeks, where the Cowboys are causing turnovers they're, they're they're creating turnovers whether that's forced uh you know fumbles because quarterbacks are holding on to the ball too long mm-hmm. and, and the pass rush gets there or it's just an errant throw because uh, someone's hand got hit uh and and you have uh, an awareness that the ball's in the air and that you can go get it so uh i, I think having guys like um like wilson um, who seem to be just kind of ball magnets you know they're kind of around the ball a lot uh that that will help and that will uh, increase the number of turnovers and that'll c- continue to help with the turnover ratio i think it's obviously unrealistic to continue to expect the kind of turnover ratios the cowboys have had these last few weeks but i mean i think that you know th- it's a good sign that this is starting to happen. You know, I mean, I think that it shows that maybe some of this process is working. And for this, the, the Cowboys, you know, this is not—it's—it's it's a young and explosive secondary, at least with, with Rager or Fulcom. But I, I think it, it's—it's a—it's uh, not a an ultra, ultra talented group. This is a group that they can actually uh, match up with. I mean, Rager, you have to be careful. But mm-hmm. I, I, this is a good. This is a, a, an equal test for the Cowboys secondary, and I think that they're up to it. So it will. Will be at least a good matchup to see, um, you know, and, and to continue to evaluate whether you want to keep a Jordan Lewis, you want to keep a sure, George, you sure. Be losing, because those are important discussions, you know, because it's it's going to be difficult for the Cowboys to go into the off season, go into twenty twenty one without signing any cornerbacks. They need to figure out a way to get somebody back, some bodies back on this roster next year. Uh, so this is very much a tryout for for these young players uh, for the Cowboys for the twenty twenty one season.
1: I agree. The The last thing that I want to say and mention on the show before we head out is over the last couple of days, I've been really starting to ramp up some of my draft film watching. Uh, again, I've got a baby that's up late at night. I've got nothing else better to do, right? That's so right. Uh, I've been watching the draft film. And as I start to get into some of these defensive prospects, all that it's telling me is, I want to win this game on Sunday. I don't think it matters if the Cowboys yeah. draft at eight or fourteen. I really don't think it matters. So let's I don't go disagree. win the game,
0: beat the Eagles, right? I, I think as we started to start, started to uh, peer off the edge of, of of Team Tank, you start and I agree. You you and I both have talked about it and, and looked at some of these guys that are top of the draft. I don't feel sold <laughs> on any of the defensive yeah. ones. Like you know, I don't feel like I, I, you know, I, I I've got to lose this game for this guy. That's gonna be Patrick Sertan at six and eh. Patrick Sertan at fifteen. Okay, I can okay. do that. I can
1: okay. handle that. Yeah, unless <laughs> right? you're
0: talking about taking Kyle Pitts, which there I you mean, go. Hey, that's for a different show, be a right? Fun that's conversation for a, for a different show, right?
1: That's that's me really wishing for a, a present under the Christmas tree, right? That's a that'd be the ultimate present right there. So. Uh, we'll get to that after the new year. Once the season's done, yeah. uh, we've got we've got plenty more to talk about. Nice. Uh, but that is it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for following us this season. We hope that you guys all have a fantastic holiday. As always, you can listen to us uh, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter. At Locked On Cowboys, you can follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game, enjoy the week, and we will see you guys next time.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.